The following is audio from The Refuge Church. Every sermon is an invitation to understand, obey, and enjoy God. More information about The Refuge Church is available at therefugechurch.us. If we trust God, then we look forward to the future with eagerness instead of anxiety, with gratitude instead of grumpiness. I mean, we're hopeful instead of fearful, and we're confident instead of just complaining uh, because our confidence and our hope is rooted in God instead of what we see around us. So Hebrews 8, we're going to just give three examples. I want us to see um, Hebrews 11 starting at verse 8. Notice it says, by faith. And I want you to read that. Because of his faith, okay? Because of his faith, Abraham when called to go to a place he would later receive as his, as his inheritance, he obeyed and went out, even though he didn't know where he was going, right? <laughs> he has no idea where he's going. But because of his faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents. Man, I mean, he would, you know, how many of us? Oh, great, tents, you know? as did Isaac and Jacob. I mean, his whole life, he lived in tents. He didn't know where he was going. Verse 10, this is the key. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Abraham doesn't have a clue what God is doing. You know, he could be filled with doubt, with anxiety, and and really grumpy, like, God, why do I have to live in a tent, right? (laughs) But instead, because of his just simple childlike trust in God, there's this anticipation, there's this eagerness about what God has for him. Instead of this anxiety and fear or grumpiness, because of his faith, because he simply trusts, he takes God at his word. What God has said, he knows God will do, and it gives him hope, and it gives him expectation about the future. It's almost like Abraham's like a kid in a candy store. You know, he's just looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God, although he never experienced it himself because his trust is simply in God. Uh, Verse 13, notice, all these people were still living by faith when they died. It's talking about Abraham and Enoch and Sarah. And it, it says they did not receive the things promised. That's important. Because often our thankfulness is what? It's, it's based on what we get, right? They didn't receive the promises. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And when it says they saw them, it means they saw them by faith. They saw what God promised and they welcomed them, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. It says people who say such things show that they're looking for a country of their own. They're looking for what God has promised, not what they possess. Because if they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. But notice it says instead they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God for he has prepared a city for them. You know, we have a good God. (laughs) And he has promised us incredible things and to be simply like children just trusting our father 
taking him at his word so that we look forward to and we anticipate with eagerness and appreciation and gratefulness for what God has promised. So we're people who live in gratitude and longing and expectation for what God has promised us instead of just bouncing up and down, back and forth with our our gratitude and grumpiness based on what we're experiencing instead of what God has promised. Just one more. Look at verse 24. (coughs) Moses, because of his faith, Moses, when he had grown up, he refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Remember he was adopted by the Pharaoh's daughter? This is incredible. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God. The people of God were what? They were slaves in Egypt. He chose to identify with the slaves instead of the greatest empire on the face of the earth. He chose to be mistreated with them rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin which were his as as a prince of Egypt. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward, what God promised. He so trusted God and God's goodness and God's promises that he was willing to endure, to be mistreated, to, re- to experience disgrace because he knew what was really valuable. And that's what God had promised. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) It's incredible. I mean, he had every reason to be, uh, to choose Egypt over mistreatment and disgrace, but his hope was in who God was and what God had promised. So much of our lives are governed by fear, by anxiety, by disappointment, complaining, grumbling, both in the present and as we anticipate the future. This is, I think, often how we go through our days. I knew it was going to rain today, right? (laughs) Figures that the ferry would be late. Why does everyone have to drive so slow? Why did I have to get sick today? And in a very, I'll say, sad and sick way, maybe often the only thankfulness we can muster is TGIF right thank God it's Friday there's no thankfulness in that at all and that's often I mean I've heard it many times it's like as if as if we can't be thankful in our jobs even if we got a lousy boss or we're overworked or whatever in everything Give thanks. How different to walk by faith and not by sight. To live believing that God is good and is working all things together for my my good versus to live reacting to what I'm experiencing or dreading and therefore my attitude is just radically fluctuating depending on how I perceive things are instead of how I perceive who God is. Give thanks to the Lord and give thanks in everything to the Lord for he is good. That 
that is the heart of it. Just like kids, just God, you are good. And what you bring, I'm going to rejoice in because you are my hope. God, help us again just to be like kids living in light of your promises, living in light of who you are. God, convinced that you are good. And God, being people then that just go through life like Abraham and, and Moses, reveling in your goodness and anticipating what you're going to do regardless of what is going on. Amen.